The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Warning. This episode contains foul language and discussions about depression and anxiety. Listening to Keep It Weird, the podcast for all things strange, unusual, paranormal, supernatural, cringy, deadly, otherworldly, icky, and everything in between. Each week we sit down and we talk about something weird. And this week is no exception as we dive into all things weird involving us, your hosts with the mosts. We are doing another round of Ask a Weirdo, an episode we haven't done in a long time, but boy, oh boy, is it fun. We turned to you, our loyal listeners, and asked that you send us in some questions, truly anything you want to know about our personal lives, work lives, the paranormal, true crime, and as we say, everything in between. Nothing is off limits. So join us as we get into some questions, both super silly and maybe even super deep. My name is Lauren, and this is my lovely co-host, Ashley. Hi, weirdos. Hey, everybody. Hey, we're in the same room. We're together. in the same room. I can see her with my eyes. But actually, I can't because I had them closed when I was singing that beautiful song. You were. (laughs) So she lied to you. So I lied. lied. I couldn't see her at that exact moment. Yep. It's uh, rare that we're in the same room when it's just the two of us recording because yeah. it's so easy to do remote, but gosh, it's so it's much so better nice. when we can be together. <laughs> we recorded a bunch of This Week in Weird videos, so we had yes. to be in the same room, but or maybe we just made an excuse to be in the same room. I mean, 100%. <laughs> but get ready for some YouTube content, and it's going to be fun. You taking hey, off your danglies? Yeah, because they were really jingling, and I don't know if the computer would pick it up, but I was sure annoyed by it. For so sure. uh, taking off my... My jingles. Jingle jangles. I had on a big pair of uh, hoop earrings when we did that interview. We did a magazine interview the other week. We'll tell you more info when we have more info. Yeah, but right. um, We did a magazine info. Info. Blech. We did a magazine interview the other week, and uh, I had on these big, beautiful gold hoop earrings. They did But like... Great. Yeah, I took them off like right before the call because I literally, every time I turned my head, I had headphones in and I was like, I just know it's hitting these headphones. It's going to be real. And that whoever is listening to this hates me. (laughs) Was that girl (laughs) wearing some Did she have to? Uh, Yeah, so this is an Ask a Weirdo episode. We actually did this once in season one. Yeah, it's been a minute. And uh, never really did it again. And I don't know why we don't 
do one every I season. know because I mean people submitted a lot of questions 45 and questions. yeah we got a lot and I mean even when we're not asking you for questions you guys you know you inquire about things yeah. on our different social media so like let's just tell you everything do it yeah uh we got sent 45 questions Holy which buckets. is amazing incredible yeah, we you love you for it it's so cool but also means that we won't get to all of them today we're gonna try and get through like 10 or 15 of them uh some questions you guys sent in will be added to other episodes some will serve as inspiration for episode topics Ooh. and some of the real silly ones will be used in a bonus episode on our patreon so if you ask us a question rest assured it will not go to waste because we recycle we do Here, keep it weird we put things everywhere <laughs> like throw that on youtube throw it on the <laughs> yeah. patreon uh, we'll never forget it. Also, the way the questions were chosen. So I kept a list of every single question and I did not write down who asked the question. And then I gave all of the questions to Joe and he picked about 20 that he thought we could answer on this particular episode. So there are no biases at all when curating this list of questions. Good to know. The only thing I did was select an order to ask them in. So let's start by answering some questions about podcasting because we had quite a few of those sent in. Okay. And we should just get to it. No old business. Wow. No None. old business I'm to sure cover. I'm sure there's We're plenty just, of old there's business. There's probably something. I just can't think of anything. <laughs> we love you. That's important. We, we love, love you. you. That's the old business. Yeah. First question. Oh, boy. What's the hardest part of running your podcast? Well, your answer is so different from mine because you do such different <laughs> things. So do you want me to answer first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, Ashley and I just have such different roles in the podcast. So man, that question will be very different for her because she runs the show. As you guys all know, she's the top dog, but I... And she's amazing at it. But I I just show up and talk. My job's really easy. <laughs> no, I would say... The thing is, there's not a lot that's like hard. Obviously, right. there's there's a lot of time management issues, I feel like, is my biggest thing. Yeah. is like, And not that I am busier than everyone else. I don't mean that in any way. But I just know that I have a time management issue. So yeah. I always think it's like finding the time to prioritize and say like, okay, I have to do my research now. Because the research part is fun and interesting and yeah. I enjoy it. Love it. And I feel like I'm a student once again when I do it, but it's finding that perfect time, like during a wilder nap. I was going to say nap or, time. Yeah, it's pretty much nap time. Or, or I, when he's asleep. Yeah, anytime he's asleep at night. Or <laughs> if I really was responsible, I would get up early and do it before he wakes up. But gosh, he wakes up early. But yeah, just between being a mom and, you know, I mean, during COVID, I didn't have to run my business as much. But otherwise, I also have my little music business that I'm running. So I just have to be better about when I put in the research so that I'm not giving myself that extra anxiety right. and stress and crying to Ashley, like, I still have more research. But truly, once I dive into the research, that doesn't even feel hard. It's so fun. It's so and fun. I love it. So yeah, I just, I need to work on my time management, y'all. That's yeah. what it comes down to. Well, editing sucks. <laughs> oh my gosh. I knew that was going to be your answer. Uh, it's not hard though. It just, it's arduous and it, it's yeah. boring. And a, a lot of the time, not a lot of the time, but there's at least one day a week that I fall asleep editing here I on the couch, imagine. which according to Joe is adorable. According to me, it's <laughs> annoying because I have work to do. 
But how cute imagining you with your headphones, headphones all in, snuggled all up. Sleep into the sound of our voices because I didn't pause it or anything. We're like a sweet just lullaby playing. talking you to sleep. Yeah. But I think the hardest part is just the fact that we don't have time to promote the show or get like the word yeah. out. Lauren, like you said, you have a business, you have a child. Um, and I do, a you know, between the two of us, you know, there's researching, uh, recording, scheduling, editing, mm-hmm. um, the promotion promotions that we do do, like keeping up with social media right. and uh, collaborations, merchandising, all kinds of stuff. When all is said and done, we don't really have time to promote the show. Yeah. And we've got a, a good size listenership and our numbers are constantly growing and that's really great. But we're absolutely a very slow growing show because we mostly rely on you guys to spread the word. word. Of mouth. <laughs> Tell your friends. Wear your merch, like yeah. stuff like that to get our show out there. It would be really cool to be able to hire someone to do that for us. But unfortunately, oh. it's actually very difficult to make money podcasting unless you're Mark Marin. So that's not yeah. like a reality. We have right it's now. not something we're looking at right now. But man, to have a social media manager that could just like yeah. really <laughs> rule our yeah, accounts and do like things for us. Get our podcast out there because yes, we the right kind places. of at this point, time wise, we really rely on people coming to us as yeah. opposed to us like finding people. Seeking people out. Yeah. But also, I mean, if you're out there and your dream is to be a promoter or a manager and you want to team up with someone who might be able to pay you someday, send us your <laughs> resume. We'll absolutely, I'd be up for like an Avengers Assemble moment. 100%. <laughs> like meet in the street. Please come like, our way. Let's do this together. Let's do this. We ride at dawn. Yes. Well, what's your favorite thing about podcasting? Oh my gosh. All the things. I love that we get to sit and talk about things we are extremely interested in every week and people just have to listen to us talk. We always say it in that joking way. Obviously, you don't have to listen to us, but we love that we just get to sit here and chat like we would anyway. Like It's so fun for us. That's why this podcast even started. And like us right now, we're both sitting crisscross applesauce on the couch, chit-chatting with each other, and we get to put out a show every week. Like, that's so special. And, I mean, to be cheesy and heartfelt for a moment, I feel like it has allowed us to see each other more than we ever would have because... Ashley and I have always loved each other and been friends, but we just live on opposite ends of town. And I know that sounds silly because we're both in Los Angeles, but like it's Y'all it's have a never drive. Driven in Los Angeles, then it's if a you drive. Think that's silly. Took me an hour to get here today, but we <laughs> over well over an hour. But we um yeah, like it has allowed us to see each other at least talk to each other every week yeah. even every day we're checking in about something with the podcast or just checking in on each other we will literally get off the phone with each other after recording an episode and i'll be like okay love you bye talk to you in five minutes because i know that i'm gonna walk in the other room and think of something that i yep. need to text her about yep. not necessarily even about the show just like hey did you watch the new episode of what we do in the shadows right and it's like didn't i just talk to you uh <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true that's been really nice. Um, I would say listeners are my favorite thing, and I'm not saying that to suck up. Ugh, <laughs> um, no, my true. all-time, seriously, all-time favorite thing, especially if someone messages and, and says that something that we talked about or something that we said spoke to them yes. in some way, whether it was something that we had to say about mental health or... Uh, one of my favorite things is when listeners write in, they're like, I was never really into this stuff, and now I can't get mm-hmm. enough. I'm like, yes! Like, that's, yes. That's, so that fulfilling. fuels my fire. And yeah, it just feels really incredible 
to know that I've helped someone, Mm -hmm. even if it's just by distracting them for like an hour a week. Yes. You know, and like getting their mind off of how shitty the state of the world is for one hour a week. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's really, really cool that I can provide that for someone give them a little mental break just something yeah that they can focus on instead of something that really rough that might be going on in their life which yeah so true like people you guys write in all the time talking about how you like that we're open about mental health like I feel like that's a huge thing to think that we can be touching someone's life but also yeah anytime someone writes in and said you guys make the weird feel more understandable like more attainable it's just it's really special and anytime I like have talked about religion or Christianity because I used to kind of identify with those things in the past we'll get someone to write in that same thing it's such a good feeling of oh my gosh Lauren you described exactly what I was going through and I didn't know how to say it like why can't I go to church and also like the occult yes yeah. so yeah. we just we love that you guys write into us. And that's why we respond so quickly. Yeah. We genuinely love engaging. Sometimes I'm embarrassed at how quickly I respond to someone's message. Like someone will message and I'll see it like pop up on my phone and I open it and I immediately respond. I'm like, give it a little time. Like add some mystery to your life. Like you, you don't just cooler? have your phone on you <laughs> ready to message back at any moment. Uh, but yeah, I mean, today I had a listener. Um, I won't say the name because I didn't get permission, but I had a listener write in saying like, like, you guys honestly feel like friends. And I was like, I'm not even kidding. You guys feel like friends yes. to me, too. I talk to you guys as often as I talk to Agreed. my friends. I respond to you right away. I enjoy talking to you. Yeah, we have um, great conversations with you guys. rules. <laughs> it does. Yeah, we Because we could have a bunch of fucking assholes as listeners. Yeah, there's... Sometimes a couple. Still be but, here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. We, we have, wouldn't still be doing that. We have the best listeners. You guys are our buddies. On a technical side, though, when it comes to podcasting, I love that anyone can do it from anywhere. Yes. Like if tomorrow I decided I wanted to start a weekly podcast um, describing the things that my cat brings to me, <laughs> I could do you it. Could. And, and I could it do would it be up on a for free. You can do what we did where we got the equipment, we pay for a service that um, that sends our episodes out to different, basically what we do for anyone who doesn't know, we have like a hosting service, that's mm-hmm. our Libsyn, and we upload the episode there, and then that hosting service is what sends that episode to iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, all the places that our so uh, podcasts are. That. Yeah, so we don't do that individually. But you can do it for free. You can. You don't need a microphone. You can literally record your voice on your cell phone, mm-hmm. which almost everyone has. And, and you can it. upload it. There are sites that you can upload it for free. Yep. And I just think that's a really cool and accessible way to create something yeah. that almost anyone can do. Right. And it's an art form for the people. Yes. It's the people's art. If you want to get your voice out there about literally anything, anything you, you can. That is really a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the last thing. You know, I can't make a TV show with right. no resources. Exactly. I can't make a movie really without at least like a team of people yeah. to help and it equipment. Takes so much but more planning and money. But we... Podcasting is a really cool thing that a lot of people have access to. Yeah. 
that was, I mean, that was how we were born because we knew we wanted to work together creatively and we kept thinking like, what is the easiest way yeah, that we, we could do? start what tomorrow? What can we make? I can't we sing, don't have so we resources. can't start a band. <laughs> oh, I really wanted to start a band, but we couldn't Just do it. Just because one of us could sing. <laughs> uh, play the tambourine, but. No. Doesn't mean the other one can't. Podcast really. Was I would just take like one of the um. What's the little? It's not a tambourine, but it like has beads in it, and you shake it. I guess maracas. Yeah, a maraca <laughs> or an egg shaker. You could egg do shaker. the old egg yeah. shaker. I'll do the the thing with the the spoon and the the washboard. Yeah, yeah. guys, that's our that. next venture. We are going to form a band. Podcasting we are a wasn't band. enough. Um, I uh, we'll hope you join there. us. <laughs> Those were kind of our main podcasting questions, aside from like, how'd you guys get into this? Which listened to um, our very first episode of the show. Yeah. We kind of explained what we came we from and, and we who do. we are. Okay. Well, then let's answer some weird questions. Love weird. What weird place do each of you most want to visit? Do you have an answer for this? feel like there's a couple i mean we did that so weird many. places episode and i got inspired but oh for real everywhere but the hair cave honestly Oof, do not want to go to that hair cave i am curious enough about the penis museum that i would step foot I'd in there probably but go to the it's penis not like top museum. of my list i would not travel to the penis museum but if i happen to be there for other reasons mm-hmm. I might go to the penis museum. Yes, I agree with that. I'm not going to buy my plane tickets for yeah. that. <laughs> and there's that cat. Is it Cat Beach or Cat Island in Japan? Oh, yeah. It's overrun by cats. <laughs> I want to go there. Yeah, you want to go feed them some fish? I want to go feed them fish and just, I want to live among them. I don't yeah. even know if I want it you to think just they be would accept you? I think they would accept me as a, a human that can <laughs> that can stay, you know? They would say I'm good enough. I'd be like, you're all right. You're okay. We can put up with you, Lauren, I guess. We don't love it that you're here, but you're fine. <laughs> what about you? Well, I've always wanted to stay at the Stanley Hotel. Oh, yes. Not just because so many people have had paranormal experiences there, including listeners of our show, because say, we have told listener have ghost in. stories um, out of the Stanley. But yep. also, The Shining is one of my favorite books and movies of 100%. all time. So I would be stoked to be there for that reason. And that's not even a hard place to... I could just go do that um, if I just had the time and energy. I'm going to be in Colorado soon. Should I make a trip? Just go. (laughs) I'm just going to head on over. (laughs) Uh, I also very much so want to go squatching. What's squatching? Sasquatching. That's what it's called? Squatching. I did not know squatching was (laughs) a term. squatching. Wait, this is something we can do? Yeah, you you can go squatching. And actually, there's a place that we can go... Well, here's here's what happened. Okay, so <laughs> I've never been squashing, obviously. Uh, I'm not what you would call a camper. <laughs> Gosh, me either. I am the furthest thing from being I don't outdoorsy. I like camping. I, need you all to I love hiking. I love being outdoors. Mm-hmm. I love sitting around a fire. S'mores are awesome. <laughs> I just want at the end of that day to shower and sleep in a bed in yes. a room with air conditioning. I really need and some I AC. don't think there's a problem with that. Agreed. I can go glamping because that's when I you get like glamp- an RV. Oh my yeah. God. I would, well, even that is like an RV. I, <laughs> but, but a fancy I would. RV. <laughs> a fancy RV. Yes, absolutely. That's my jam. Mm-hmm. Not a camper. Oh, me either. Can't see myself becoming a squatcher but i would love yeah, to go because that would require staying in the woods probably yeah 
But basically what happened is I did that panel a few weeks ago on the Clubhouse app, which, Mm -hmm. by the way, everyone should download the Clubhouse app because that's where we're going to have our Hellier finale chat. Um, You guys can listen in for free to me and Lauren, but also you can join in the conversation. It's a really cool app to use for this. Um, You should get excited. But. Um, I was on this panel and with me were six other people and I was the only non-squatcher and they talked about some of their techniques and uh, upcoming trips and new discoveries and it all just sounded so freaking cool and I was like, God, I want to do this. But also, like, I can stay in a haunted hotel. No problem. I mean, we've done it. Yeah. Easy peasy. Yep. I don't know if I could stay in the woods if I thought there was a Something was out there. I know. I actually was thinking that the whole time you were saying that. I, mostly I hate camping because of the no showering and sleeping on the ground part. Yeah, I but like I it. would be wide awake, eyes bulging out of my head the entire night because I would assume something was right outside of our tent mm-hmm. and about to murder us. Even so. in, even if it wasn't the Squatch. Like Blair Witch Project scared the shit yes. out of me. I don't like Same. woods at night. I agree. Does that make me a baby? I don't no. care. <laughs> Nobody I don't likes care. It's scary. Woods and cornfields. I was just in Illinois recently and driving past all the cornfields and was like, man, if I had to stand outside of the cornfields in the middle of the night, I, I would just like pee my pants. My childhood when you literally play hide and seek in a cornfield yes. at night. And it's like, what are you, feral? <laughs> like, Children of the corn. Do this? And Why? now as an adult, I'm like, you couldn't fucking pay me. Not even a little. To we go into this cornfield. We were driving by them and I was like cringing. I was turning to Alex like, you have to drive faster because it was late in the night in and they car? just looked spooky. Yeah, I was scared in spooky, a car actually. just because of the way they were yeah. hiding in the dark with no lighting. Yeah. I was like, go. Something is coming out of there and I, we'll follow our car. <laughs> I always think of that scene in Signs too. Yes. Where he like, the camera's pointed down mm-hmm. the field and you see the leg pop nope. out of the corn. Yeah. Actually, no. No. Nope. So we probably can't be squatchers. Basically, but I like the idea. <laughs> I love the idea of it. That's so cool. I feel like someday we'll do it. Someday we will have the funds or something that we can yeah. glamp. But still investigate. Out in the woods. Yeah. Also, I, I think, think it would so. be probably a good idea if we went with experienced. Oh, 100%. One We're not going out there alone. <laughs> two Sasquatches. We would just end up hiding yeah, together, so holding each other tight. Uh, <laughs> we would have to go with people Do we with have an idea for our finale this season? Uh, um, is it going to be squatching? Should we go squatching? Well, now you know some people from the panel, so. Ooh. I don't know if I'm ready this season it might have to be next <laughs> season i'm being ready. honest oh lord ashley that's terrifying i'm gonna need a lot more uh warning before yes, i go squatching so all right that's fair that's fair <laughs> i like the no listen that's what you want to do we will go but it makes me want to cry a little bit hey y'all If you don't already know, we will not be releasing an episode next week. We are taking a week to play catch up before we get into our spooky extravaganza that is October. Also, I think I actually am sick. Not super excited about it after not being sick for a year and a half, close to two years, thanks to masks. But 
it is what it is. Let's hope it's not COVID. So since there's no new episode next week, I wanted to stop by and remind you that me and Handsome Joe have a podcast. It's called Ask Me Everything, and you can listen on iTunes and Spotify and coming very soon, iHeartRadio. So next Friday, when you're looking for an hour of entertainment, try a couple episodes of Ask Me Everything and play along with our games on our Instagram at Ask Me Everything Podcast. Here's a quick clip before we get back into the show. If there was a war, people against bugs, you'd have to take on your share, which is 1.4 billion bugs. How would you do it? Man, that's a lot of bugs I'm responsible for. I know. You can answer this in so many ways, too, because you can answer it in a way that's like, what can kill the most bugs? You can answer it in a way like, what would be the most satisfactory way to kill these bugs? Do what are they just and it's it's all kinds of bugs. It just says bugs. It says I got, insects. I, I got I got I gotta kill spiders, I gotta yeah. kill bees, I gotta kill ants, mm-hmm. I gotta kill grasshoppers, yeah, I gotta I kill I feel like if you had I gotta kill them all. Yeah. I feel like if it was just one like pff, fuck me. If it was one point four billion bees, bye. I'm dead. I died. I'm Macaulay Culkin'd. Yeah. There's no I wonder way. I wonder if I could concoct some kind of rubber grounded electrical suit mm. where I could just be like a human bug zapper and I could just oh, walk through and just like melee one. and just like swing my arms and kick my legs and just like ah like I am and I could give myself an awesome name like Electro. Yeah. And like there would be a bunch of beleaguered humans who were like, we gotta fall back to the Alamo. The bugs are overcoming us. And they'd be like, wait, what's that? And then I show up and I'm on a fucking horse. I haven't I haven't switched is on your yet, horse? so I'm on the horse. Oh, I was going to say, is your horse also my ho- electrified? My horse is also electro, <laughs> electrical, yeah. No, and I show up and they're like, it's electro! And I come in, yeah, wearing my rubber roller skates. I changed my mind. Oh, you're rubber roller, roller skates. Skate. So I'm, gr- I'm still grounded, so, I, so I'm not going to electrocute myself. And I just come in, roller skates, covered in <laughs> head to toe in electric blankets. And each... <laughs> Each hand is holding one of those electric fly swatters. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Maybe I figure out a way to run an electrical current through like a paddle ball. Yeah. Uh racket. Yeah, or you know? um Iron Man 2, the the whip, the whip things. I think I think that tech might be a little inattainable as I... as though I could some as though I could electrify myself without electrocuting myself. Like that's possible. My father was an electrician. I would electrocute the shit out of myself. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm wearing rubber shoes. I'm grounded. And an electrician would be like, what are you talking about? I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. I so saw this a is movie heaven, once. Because huh? <laughs> I'm fucking dead. Because I died. Yeah. Okay, next question. This one is, uh, is this a question? Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Souls are energy. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. There are more people alive now than ever before. Where did all these souls come from? Yeah, so I read that a few times and I was like, do I understand this question? So is it saying like, (laughs) so then are these souls, are we the soul that was once in someone else's body? Is that what that is saying? Or how are you interpreting it? Like, because even if you believe in reincarnation. Yeah, which I do. There are still so many more people on Earth today than, than ever, ever before. So where are they coming from? So where from? are they coming from if 
we're all souls. I actually have an answer for this. Good. Because I I had to read it and I was like, I don't know. Aren't we just the souls of other people? But yeah, that is true. Where'd the other ones come from? I love talking about new souls. This is such a fascinating concept to me. And the thing is, is, you know, depending on your religion, like Christians, for example, or Christianity as a whole, they believe that your soul doesn't exist before it enters. Right your body like you yes. that tiny baby that mm-hmm. tiny that's well the new clump of cells or whatever the fuck you believe is, that's when the soul enters and then it lives on in heaven or hell or whatever which i don't necessarily agree I with i don't either i'm more inclined to believe in reincarnation where Same. our souls exist before they are here mm-hmm. they continue to exist after we are gone and we come back and go away Especially like so many people have had past lives or, or you know, memories of past lives. Right. And so many children have talked about like, oh, you know, when I chose my mommy and daddy yeah. and it's like, okay, there was a there was a time before it yes. seems. It has to exist. It, reincarnation. Yeah. Like just, yeah, kids who know information that they would not know. But yeah, or saying could like, not know. Oh, well, yeah. when I was in the war. Yeah. <laughs> and they just have this whole past life. It just has to exist. So basically the way that I have been explained this, our bodies are made of elements that exist in the universe. So you can only assume that souls also consist of things that already exist in the universe. Mm -hmm. A lot of people who have been hypnotized and discussed the in-between, as in the place that we go in between lives on Earth, they have discussed new souls a lot of these people do so under um hypnosis when they talk about like the in-between times and the general consensus when you take all of these stories and compare them is essentially that new souls are created all the time and from the way people describe it uh like if you if you want to think about it in a scientific way not a spiritual way it seems that two photons of light are put together to create a new soul So it's not coming from nowhere. It is energy that's being harnessed and put together to create this new soul. Create a new baby soul. The thing is, is it may not be photons of light. It may be something we completely have no comprehension of. But people are having to explain something metaphysical with a vocabulary that doesn't even exist. (laughs) We just don't have the words. I always think of it as explaining like... Like you think of the descriptions of of people who supposedly were visited by angels in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And if you actually read the descriptions where it's like the sky opened up and there was fire and trumpets and uh, burning. It's a it's a ship. It almost seems like a spaceship. Yeah. But imagine like taking, uh, you know, taking an iPhone back to like 1810. And right. showing someone that, how would they, they wouldn't have the vocabulary they to even describe know what, to what say. they're seeing. Yeah. So when these people say it's like two photons of light are put together, that may not be what's happening, but like that's the only way they can describe sure. what they've seen. Yeah, that makes sense. So the new souls are tended over by beings that are in charge of that kind of thing, almost like midwives or nannies watching over Cute. children. There are people who like Soul specifically <laughs> like tend to the new souls. And then our guides or our guardians, whatever you want to call them, soulmates even, like mm-hmm. our our tribe. Yeah. They will add bits of energy to the photons, building and adding to what this soul will become. Okay. Which is 
such a sweet concept. I want to believe <laughs> that that is so real. Much. Yeah, because that just makes me feel happy and hopeful about all the souls. And then when that soul is ready to incarnate in some form on some level, they work with their guides on soul contracts, which with, if anyone doesn't know, that's essentially sort of the um, what am I going to experience? What lessons do I need to learn? What do I need to work on? And then they're given a physical form. You also have to remember that Earth may not be the only point in the universe that contains souls, especially if there are other dimensions we can incarnate on uh, or in or other planets we can incarnate on. So, and of course, maybe it's all dark and nothingness and nothing exists and we just disappear forever. But don't you want to hold on to hope? (laughs) Let's not talk like that. Not here. Not let's, now. Let's believe in a little bit of light. I I do like the idea of soul contracts. Yeah. It kind of helps me cope with the struggles that I have with understanding why certain things are allowed to happen. Yeah. In this world. Like you think about a life of a young child whose their parents sell them into sex trafficking right. or some shit. And like that's just their life, and it's just sort of like I can't fathom it, and I can't forgive it, and I can't. I don't know. It feels very helpless thinking about it, and and Joe especially. Joe can't handle it. Joe's like, I think it's fucking bullshit. There's no God. There's no rhyme or reason. Like there can't be. There can't be. Horrible can happen. Yeah. But the fact that you can agree to things happening to you like according to that theory and according to you know that belief i've already i already know how i'm going to die Mm -hmm. because i've discussed it Mm -hmm. and i've chosen it yeah which kind of makes it i don't know easier i think to die when the time comes that you of course i don't know decided because it seems like dying is really hard yeah for sure (laughs) but yeah the fact that you've already chosen it You've already kind of come to terms with it, really. Yeah. You now you just, just have to do it. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. No, that is true. And it's like, as much as I have walked away from a lot of my religious beliefs, just, you know, as a personal choice and things that I've learned, like one thing that I will always give credit to and, you know, like the belief in God and in heaven and like the plan that he has mapped out for you, I was always more hopeful in that time because I would think like, oh, well, when bad things happen, like there had to be this thing that happened everything because that's going to, yeah, reason. everything happens for yeah. a reason. That's going to set something else in motion. I don't know how I feel about all that now. I mean, as I say on this podcast a lot, I wrestle with my beliefs all of the time, but I love the beauty that you're finding in the soul contract. I think it's that same thing of like, hey, we have to find a way to get through this life when hard Mm -hmm. things happen. And that is a nice way to think about it, that we know death is coming. We have signed the contract. We've discussed it. We've negotiated. Mm -hmm. We all know that it's coming in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And especially thinking about that in in ways where where like very small children, like when babies die of SIDS and shit. I know. Where it's like that's. I can't, can't believe that that exists. Believe but. that it it can be allowed to happen. Like right. if there's a god, for mm-hmm. example, like why? I thought you were why? good. Why? Yeah, it's so hard. Why would you do that? But you never know what that young person's death is going to inspire in someone else. Totally. So I know. 
so yeah, new souls. I I totally understand that question. The whole like energy cannot be you know created yeah. or destroyed. I don't believe it is being created out of nothing. Yeah, because we are we're stardust. Mm-hmm. We're made out of whatever elements are floating around. Yeah. I can only assume my soul is made out of something like that, too. It's also made out of something. Yeah, I was totally interpreting that question the wrong way. So I love that you understood (laughs) and, like, actually had something because I was like, well, what are you talking about? Like, (laughs) all of these souls. I wasn't understanding the, like, that more souls were Ah, being created thing because I was like, yeah, aren't we just all souls that, like, when somebody dies, a soul just will (laughs) go into somebody else? That was definitely a question I had, too, when I first heard of reincarnation because it was like, wait a minute, like, there are billions and billions. There's so many people now. Yes. So many more than there were. 40 years ago. All How is that possible? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, and But again, like I said, we don't know where, we don't know if there's another place we incarnate either. Yeah, totally. A planet, a dimension. Right. So it could be souls coming over from another dimension for yeah. all we know. I wonder if we are a new soul, an old soul, a soul from another dimension. Who am I? Who am I? I Well, (laughs) I think there are ways that you can find that out. I mean, I think that there are ways that you can test, obviously, very theoretical. I'm not saying like, well, take a blood test. They'll tell you how old your soul is. I'm just saying (laughs) like, (laughs) um, you know, vivid dreams might have something to do with it. I mean, you you know, you've you've seen kids where you're like, that's an old soul. You've seen like kids that are like too serious. Yeah. Like Dakota Fanning, you're uh-huh. telling me that's not an ancient soul? Yeah, that is a <laughs> that wise a old woman yeah. or man. I mean, really, any old soul. That is such a good example. <laughs> she always was. She kind of creeped me out. I liked her, though. Okay, uh, what is the scariest supposedly true story you've ever heard? See, I didn't know which way to go with this question, because Ashley did send me this earlier. Like, I... Like, maybe you're going to tell a story that, like, we told on the podcast or a listener ghost stories one. But I told one. I think I actually ended up writing it down so I would say it correctly. Yes. I have a story from my hometown that I heard, like, I may have even told it on, like, season one. But I heard this when I was in college, and I have never been the same since. Oh, God. This kind of goes with the supposedly true because, you know, this was heard from a friend of a friend, but so many people in my hometown knew about it. I do think it's real. But there was a girl who was heading back home in good old Metamora, Illinois. Metamora. After a night out with friends, and she goes in. I think she's home alone. She was still living with her parents, but she was home alone at the time, and she hears something in her closet kind of rustle around just briefly and so she like freezes in her tracks tries to ignore it but then it rustles again so she goes in her light wouldn't turn on so she starts feeling around and she feels hair and a face (gasps) panics like screams kicks backwards like barely like makes out of her house because she's like scrambling like trying to run sprints out of her house calls the police in just a panic like calls her mom calls the police calls everyone she knows they get there pretty quickly run into the house. She's like, I'm not going back in there. And they find a homeless man has just been living in her closet for she doesn't know how long because she realized after talking to them, like, I actually haven't been in my closet in a couple of days. I haven't needed to. So like, I don't know how long he's been in there. But we do leave our door unlocked because that's just a thing you do in a small town that doesn't have a lot of crime. So she doesn't know how long he had been in her closet and like maybe listening to her and watching her sleep. And it's horrendous. Uh, And I I hate it just because it feels so 
close to home. Like we've maybe said more terrifying stories on the show. I know that we have, but that knowing that that happened like in the town I went to high school just messed yeah. me up. I had uh, that happened to a friend of mine in high school. Not the like the the part of the story that like I really couldn't handle is that she felt his hair felt his hair and face. Somehow that was scarier than like seeing the person. (laughs) Like just feeling him first was uh, too much. But yeah, I had a friend in high school who they had discovered that a man had been living in their basement, and it wasn't like an unfinished, creepy basement. It was a finished, beautiful basement, and a man had been living down there for they didn't have a clue how long. That's horrifying. And like he didn't do anything. Um, he had been going up when they went to sleep and going in their kitchen to get food, but like still, mm. just like the thought, it seems, it feels like a violation. I was just going to say yeah. that. You would feel so violated that someone's been in your home and in your things and Without possibly watching you when you're yeah. doing things. Like, yeah, you hear those stories all the time if someone has I'd like a PTSD. hidden closet or a crawl mm-hmm. space. Oof. And you don't know how long they've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate it. Ooh. I basically said some alien abduction <laughs> stories Ooh, you've told are some like doozy. too much. Um, I read Communion for the first time this year, and it gave me nightmares. It completely disturbed me. Um, For anyone who's interested in reading, it's called Communion by Whitley Stryber. Also, I know a lot of people have been asking for books we've talked about on the show. It's on my to-do list. Yes. It's just that my to-do list never seems to end, and I'm struggling to find the time. But I'm trying to get a page on our website dedicated to the books and documentaries and movies that we've recommended on our show for you. It's just that we have 200 episodes. I don't even know what we've recommended. So if you're ever (laughs) listening to old episodes and you hear me recommend a book... Shoot me a DM with a book name so I can add it to the list. Yes. But anyways, this one's called Communion. It's by Whitley Stryber. And it's um this guy's experiences throughout his life where he's been taken elsewhere by beings. And like whether or not you believe him, there are parts of the story that I actually do find very hard to believe. It's still a very creepy read. Yeah. Like it, it really, I had to, and this doesn't happen. I, I read primarily horror books thrillers mysteries and occult books yes so and my favorite time to read is above or bed (laughs) but most of the time doesn't bother me at all for whatever reason this book really got i think maybe it's because all of his abductions happened at night when he was sleeping Oof! so it you yeah that's horrible yeah you're about to show then it was like (laughs) yawn i'm so sleepy time to turn my turn my light off and put my book away and i was just terrified for the month that i read that book so yeah oh my Uh, gosh i would have lost it uh, ghost stories don't tend to scare me as much. I mean, yeah, there are some real creepy ones. Of course. Obviously, like all of our, you know, listener ghost stories that get sent in are so creepy spooky. and like those experiences are creepy, but I don't know. I just, maybe it's because I've had so many experiences with the paranormal. Yeah, you've been through it. And I've even had like kind of dark and, and scary and some would call them demonic things happen. I've never been harmed. Yeah. So I just kind of feel, and when people, you know, write in and they're like, I'm scared that I'm going to get hurt. Yeah. I feel bad. My, my, you know, advice is always they can't hurt you. Yeah, and maybe I'm wrong, but I've had so many, exp- I've never been even close to being hurt. 
I, and I feel like most of the stories that are submitted to us that sound like, you know, ghost tales, mm-hmm. they're not getting hurt either. They're just yeah. scared out of it's their terrifying. damn mind. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I wish this happened more. But... Yeah, of course. It's so scary, <laughs> but you're not getting, yeah, you're not getting you're not bumped getting and harmed. bruised and pushed yeah. down a flight of stairs. Yeah. And I know that there, I know, I know there are stories of people getting bit, scratched, blah, 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 blah. I've just never, else. yeah, I've just never experienced it. So, so it doesn't, but I've also never been abducted. Yes. Uh, I was like, abduction stories <laughs> that really get me. I, yeah, I'm kind of with you that like, I love our ghost stories. We are so spooked. I get goosebumps. I get chills. But the ones that I like lie awake at night thinking about are either, you know, a man being found in the closet, you know, a real yes. life thing that I think, what if that happened to me? That really freaks me out. And then abduction stories, including some of the ones you've told on this podcast, like I still think about and can't wrap my head around and it really freaks me out. Seems like it can just happen to anybody. I don't mean to tease you guys, but (laughs) please just you wait until our Halloween listener ghost stories episode because I just had one sent in (laughs) like a week ago. Is that I so can't good? stop thinking about. Oh, I'm I cannot so stop thinking about it. Ashley. I know. Ooh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> but it'll be great. Okay. Um, Kiss, Mary kill for the paranormal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> any fictional character. Did you come up with any? I feel like you would come up with fun ones. I have one, yeah. one round of three. I feel like, so I do like kiss, Mary kill as opposed to fuck, Mary kill. Yeah, but it helps. It hel- it, that's the thing, though. It makes it easier. So, like, mm, are we cheating? Mm, a little bit. Okay. I would marry Mothman because I feel like he could teach me a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. I believe that. I would kiss the Fresno Nightcrawlers because they're adorable. <laughs> give them a big old smooch. I'd give them a little smooch on their little pants. Those little <laughs> pants. And I would kill the Japanese hairy fish because I don't like them. Blech. They're basically fish that have a head of hair. No. And I no. I mean, you know, they're cryptids, so like they probably don't exist. But I, I don't like the thought of them existing in someone's mind. No. They just shouldn't. Okay. What's yours? Again, I did this wrong. I misinterpret everything, ladies and gentlemen. I came up with three things that I thought were hilarious and was going to ask your opinion on them. You know, like, who would you kiss, Mary Kill, if I give you three people? That was how I was going to do it. Do it. And then we can both say, I did vampires. (laughs) So, (laughs) kiss, Mary Kill, Nosferatu. Okay. Count Chocula. Ooh. And Edward Cullen from Twilight. Ugh. Okay, <laughs> I would kiss Edward Cullen. I would marry Count Chocula because I assume he could Hell supply yeah. me with Give Count you the Chocula. Cereal. And I guess I would kill Nosferatu. Yeah, I'm the exact <laughs> <Yeah>. same. <laughs> I was with you. I just thought it was funny. But no, now I'm like thinking. I mean, kill for me. Everyone knows any sea creature, cryptid. Yeah. I'm going Dead. to murder. What about Nessie, though? Nessie seems like a sweet little That's the thing. Angel. So I shouldn't say any. That's yeah. not fair. I just couldn't think of a specific one. The Kraken. They're all killing. He They're might be real. Um, no, I was actually going to say kiss for Nessie. <laughs> so I was happy you brought that up. And then Mary. Oh, gosh. There's just so many good ones. I mean, maybe I'll marry Bigfoot, you know? Yeah. He's He might be really nice. He likes to scream in the woods sometimes, which we'd have to scream in the woods. We'd have to work on it and go to counseling, (laughs) but 
Alex already is a pretty hairy guy, so I don't think the hair would be an issue. I already feel like I'm sleeping with Joe's extraordinarily hairy, so I would just in all that wouldn't be a that wouldn't be something I would have to get over. No, and I think he'd be a good snuggler, and he'd teach me to be a good camper as we talk. Yes, so I'd be okay with that. But I'd give Nessie a big old smooch, and then any awful squid alien being i would murder and murder again and all of you listeners i have a bone to pick with you i'm just kidding never stop because i think it's hilarious but the amount of facebook posts that we get in our group where it's like sorry Sorry, lauren Lauren. that's all you guys guys, keep them coming but no i always open the article and read even though i'm mad mostly because i need the knowledge i like have to read it to be like especially when you see the photo and you're like well now i have to know like it was a fossil. Did you see recently a fossil was found of like a raptor slash whale? Yeah. I was like, are you fucking Rough. kidding me? But I wanted to know. So I appreciate it, but I hate it. I hate the ocean <laughs> so much. Okay. Hi, y bienvenidos to I Ghost Mio. I'm your host, Melissa. I Ghost Mio is a paranormal podcast exploring Latin American and Caribbean legends and lore. Here, we'll share each tale's origins and variations, as well as personal encounters. I got the idea for I Ghost Mio over 2020 as I felt moved to connect more to my Cuban heritage. The rituals and beliefs and superstitions that I grew up with played a huge role in my life, and this is my way of honoring that and honoring my ancestors. Stay tuned for a preview of Episode 2, Santeria Part 2. Ahora, poner café, and let's get spooky. Sensationalist headlines like these often harm already marginalized communities, especially religious communities that tend to be viewed as mysterious at best or devil worship at worst. Today, we're going to look at modern Lukumi practices. We'll explore initiation, sacred rites and rituals, and the legality of sacrifices. Thanks for listening. If you want to join us, please follow us on all social media at iGhostMio, A-Y-G-H-O-S-T-M-I-O. Ahora grab your cafecito y ponte tu asabache porque nos vamos. Okay, well, another lane of questions that we received a lot of had to do with self-care and mental health. Mm-hmm. So let's get into a few of those. This listener asks, you claim to have depression. You claim to love yourself more than anyone else. Um, I have depression and I hate myself more than anyone else. Do I not understand depression? Okay, first of all, this is super aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, made me uncomfortable a little bit yeah, when we I didn't, read this. <laughs> we didn't really know how to take this. It was a little a, a little cringeworthy. <laughs> I uh, claim to have depression because I've been diagnosed with clinical depression and an anxiety disorder by a couple different doctors, and I've been medicated for it for like six, seven, six years. Mm-hmm. Hating yourself is self-loathing and, and really has nothing to do with depression. You can hate yourself for having depression right. you can, or for exhibiting some of the symptoms that depression comes along with, but that's not what depression is. It's sort of like when people are like, depressed people are sad, and it's like, no, depressed. So yes, sadness is like I prefer to be sad. Yeah, basically with depression, your moods and interests are decreased, mm-hmm. so it's more of an inability to feel. 
for me, I have an anxiety disorder that causes depression. So if I have an anxiety attack or if I have an extended period of anxiety, it's usually followed by a period of depression. And it's usually simply because it's so hard to cope with an anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. Like being a- unable to do some things or experience some things is sometimes very hard. Like there have been times where I miss hanging out with my friends because for whatever reason on that day, I got so much anxiety that I couldn't leave the house. Mm -hmm. Or big example, I just got to go to Synespia for the first time. (laughs) Synespia is an outdoor movie at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. It's amazing. I've lived in LA for 11 years. I've always wanted to do this. I even used to live right next to it. (laughs) But... 3,000 people go. Yeah. And I can't really handle crowds. I can't do concerts. I can't even do really movie theaters. So an outdoor movie with 3,000 people was basically out of the question. And I have bought tickets to Synespia like four times. Those tickets are like 60 bucks. Yeah, they're not cheap. (laughs) And uh, I've never gone because the day of I get anxiety and I can't go. And what ends up happening is I sit at home. And I hate myself, yes, because I start to think like I'm worthless. I can't even live. Mm -hmm. What's the point of living if I can't even experience anything because I'm too scared? And even though I can recognize it's not a choice that I made, it's still really hard because, I mean, honestly, I'm lucky to be alive because there have been so many times that I've been like... Being dead is probably better than this. Yeah. It's got to be. And if it's not, at least it's peaceful. Yeah. At (laughs) least I can finally be at peace. Feel this way. Right. But one thing that I wanted to like make sure to touch on is that, you know, after that event, that panic attack or that anxiety attack that renders me, you know, useless basically. Then I get depressed. Sometimes it's for a day. Sometimes it's for a week. In some extreme cases, it's for months. That's really hard. But I love myself. I love my personality. I love my artistic abilities. I love my work ethic. I love my sense of humor. I think I'm a really cool person. I don't even know if I would change having an anxiety disorder or having depression because I don't know if I would still be the same person I am today if I didn't have that. It might change your personality or like change, you know, think like the way you appreciate life or the way you do work. You know, I think they make up who you are. So in a way you can be thankful for having them. As much as I hate them, hate having it and wish I didn't have to take so many pills every day and get it refilled and meet my doctors and all of that I don't know if I would want to not have it yeah because I don't know and also like what lessons has it taught me and that I wouldn't have learned I don't know but that doesn't mean I don't have depression yeah I (laughs) think because I love myself that was the hard part of the question (laughs) it's like yes there is self-loathing involved with depression but that every depression case looks different I think is the important thing to note and that like like Ashley said that self-loathing comes with it sometimes but you can still separate the two and say but I love myself and so I don't think you can say how do you have depression and self-love because the two can exist together even though it's hard sometimes I mean the thing is too, look at every single successful stand-up comedian yeah like if they're actually funny 
Mm-hmm. They are dark yep. people. They are depressed people. Yes. Jim Carrey, Robin Williams. Oh gosh, yeah. A lot of self Just because you seem there. very, very happy, smiley, you know, talkative, approachable. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what's going on. Right. So yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if, you know, you meant for this question to come off I'm sure the way that you did. You did um, not, but we but... did we did wrestle with it. And I'm sorry <laughs> that you have so much self hate and I feel like this person I actually have interacted with before about self-hate and self-loathing issues and I'm like hey I have a lot of them and I'm not even clinically depressed like I've gone through bouts of depression but I don't regularly take medication for it I went through it when I was pregnant I had both prenatal and postpartum and I had it when I was younger and was on antidepressants for it but I haven't been now for a long time but I'm just saying like I have a lot of self-hate and I'm not clinically depressed all of the time so it's sort of like I don't know. I think the connection of the two is where we're miscommunicating. Yeah. And maybe if we're taking what you said wrong, you can let us know. But that was the struggle. Yeah. Now, this one is interesting. How do you feel about where you both are in your lives? Oh, gosh. Boof. The question. I was like, because <laughs> I feel many things. Depends on when you ask. Yeah. It depends on literally the day. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> Today specifically is a struggle. And this also went along with what you were just saying where you're like, listen to your body. I did not listen to my body today, but it ended up working out because being with you energizes me. So it all worked out. But guys, I just. (laughs) How many flights did you take? I took 12 flights in two weeks. Eight of them were with a toddler. Four of them were luckily just me and Alex, our one break. And we still had a million delays and they were awful. But it was the most exhausting two weeks wonderful because I did get to see some people I love but so exhausting so trying still a lot of stress got in late last night and then came here today to be with Ashley and again once I arrived in your house I like immediately relaxed and was at peace because you and Joe make me feel that way but leading up to it today I was like I'm not listening to my body because I just want to be laying on my couch yeah watching television but I was pushing myself and like getting some work done that I hadn't in a long time and prepping for our YouTube content and was just like, I hate everything. So yeah, if you ask me today, I'm like, I'm a sewer rat who's <laughs> not doing anything right and I'm running on fumes. But I feel sort of right in the middle, which is the stupidest worst answer. I hate when people say stuff like that to me, but it's because I'm truly kind of split half and half in like with things. I love doing this podcast with Ashley and I love singing in my band Those are two things that are like these life-giving like side hustles, I guess, if you will, that like make me feel truly like me. Mm -hmm. I'm creative in both aspects. I really love it. You're making something. Yeah. But then on the other half, which I know that a lot of this is lies in my head, but then the other half is like being a mom and also trying to get my business back on the ground now that like restrictions are slightly lifted. But also restrictions are starting again. It's a hard time, I think to work in general well to yeah to answer this question it is yeah because if this wasn't a pandemic we would maybe have different answers and feel like we're doing something else but yeah with my career like actually what I've been doing pre-pandemic I feel so lost and like a failure 
I really struggle with being a mom every day and just I'm in the comparison game and I'm like, I'm not doing motherhood correct. Everyone is better than me. I need to be doing more activities to stimulate Wilder and I'm failing. Should I have more kids? Like just all of that. So I feel like I have that part of my life that I'm like, I don't have anything together but then I love that I've created these cool creative outlets for myself that are so fun and wonderful. Yeah. So I I have my days where I'm like, hey, not everybody has these like awesome things they get to do. Not everyone gets to sing in a band and do a podcast. But then, yeah, catch me on a day where it's just me and Wilder. And I'm like, oof, I'm not doing life right. <laughs> yeah, why, like, why am I here? Right. So, yeah, that's kind of my jumbled up answer for that. I actually feel really good with where I'm at right now, I feel like I'm with the person I'm supposed to be with. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess that I'm going to take this opportunity to answer another question that was sent in, which is, where is Ashley moving? I did see that. I Y'all <laughs> can't hide anything from you guys. You really can't. <laughs> I posted one thing on my personal page about how to ship an apartment across the yep. country. Everybody knows. So uh, <laughs> Joe and I are moving to Illinois. Mm -hmm. We decided in June when I went home, I need to be closer to my parents for a few years, especially with my mom going through her cancer treatments. My dad's 71. My mom has to work full time to Ugh. keep her health insurance because we live in a fucking third world country. For me, though, not for them. Yeah. Like, my parents did not ask me to move home. No, they don't even, course. like, necessarily... I mean, they do. They would love for me to... I need to be closer to them. Yeah. And uh, when I expressed that to Joe... Th the thing is, Joe and I have been hemming and hawing for years about moving yeah guys and this is not out of nowhere no. like this is like i was not shocked by the <laughs> news if anyone wanted i've lived here for 11 years and for 11 years i have been quote unquote moving next year yep yes you have every single year next year i'm moving mm -hmm. once it was portland once it was austin once it was denver, denver <laughs> once it was it, it's i've always been moving next year i'm actually moving in december to illinois with joe and I don't know. I Joe and I both have jobs and, and, and this podcast and stuff. We don't need to be in L.A. for these yeah. things. And Man, I don't you're know. Save I'm just, a lot of money. I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm really excited to not live in L.A. anymore as much as I've enjoyed living here. And I don't regret moving here and living here. I'm ready to not live here anymore. I'm ready to be close to my family. I'm ready to be close to my friends. I mean, I have a ton of friends out here, but I also yeah. have a ton of friends in the Midwest that I I miss so much. Um, I'm ready to have a yard and get Lord, a dog yes. and adopt all the cats in the neighborhood. Yay. And by the way, don't get worried. Both podcasts aren't going anywhere. <laughs> well, We're especially good. not the one with <laughs> yeah. Joe. He's going to be but my roommate still. But we, I mean, COVID was like that weird blessing COVID that taught was, me yeah. and Ashley that we could be remote and do this podcast. So it was Easy. sort of like, oh, move wherever the hell Time you want. Time zones might be weird, but <laughs> yeah, that's but we'll for figure us it to out. figure out. Yeah. You guys don't have to worry about it. We might well, end up make it work. missing a couple weeks here and there because if, yeah. if anyone's fucking moved two apartments over, you know how hard it is. Yeah. So Give moving from grace. California to <laughs> Illinois is going to be a nightmare. And I'm so scared. But. 
I feel very excited and I, I don't have any doubts about this. And yeah. that could be foolish, but I really feel like I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. I think you are too. I can see that from the outside. And no move, no planned move that I've ever had has felt that way. It's always been like, oh, I don't know because I, yep. I don't know this. I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready and I'm excited. And I know that even if I move there and it turns out like, oh, this sucks, I'm still with... <laughs> My favorite person. You're with your partner. I'm yeah. still with Joe. Our favorite place to be will still be home with each other. Mm-hmm. I'll be fine. Yes. You'll <laughs> and be I'll fine because you're with your person. Be close to my parents, which I, I desperately need to be right now. So yeah. I do feel good. That's good. So to wrap it up, <laughs> lightning round. Oh, boy. Weirdest actor. Weirdest actor. Weirdest actor. Oh, that one guy. I can't think of his name. John Malkovich. John Malkovich. That's a good one. I said Crispin Glover. Oh, my gosh. Great answer. So weird. So weird. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Randy Quaid. Sorry. We don't. Randy Quaid. Also scary. Randy Quaid also might be a little um, unhinged. Where do all the sock mates disappear to? The dryer monster. Dryer monster. That's Mm -hmm. a good answer. I feel like there's a field somewhere, like in the Prestige, where there were all those hats and cats, but it's just all my socks. Cat Island in Japan is <laughs> where the Island cats. <laughs> the cats wear the socks. Where the socks go? What's your favorite music genre? Oh, I hate this question because again, I always have like the boring answer where it's like I like all genres, but I truly do because on the way here, I listen to Broadway show tunes, wow. Olivia Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. And Van Halen. Okay, well. Tell me what kind of genre I like, Ashley. I, I can tell you. What? You like anything you can sing along to. True, because I like to sing. Mm-hmm. I really can't think of anything that I dislike, so. Uh, New Wave is mine. Nice. So, like, Talking Heads, Susie oh. and the Banshees, Love. The Smiths, New Order. Um, as for modern music that people are making in the 21st century. <laughs> My favorite bands are LCD Sound System, the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, and uh, Arcade Fire, Father Love John Arcade Misty, Fire. The Strokes. You're saying such beautiful things to me. <laughs> I truly love it all. There's a Talking Heads cover band in Peoria, and I don't Ooh. give Peoria, Illinois credit a lot. But more and more, I'm like, you guys are getting cooler. Like, very <laughs> you cool. You guys are getting cooler. <laughs> cool music is coming through there. I like Does it. he move and dance like David Byrne? The funny thing is, it's a female <gasps> lead singer. And she. I like it even better. She like moves. Like it even more. Yeah. Like, she dances in such uh, fun and cool ways. And, like, the way she, like, will, like, distort her voice. It's everything. Okay. She's She's magical. I'm in. <laughs> What's your favorite color? <sighs> Currently blue. Currently. Yeah, it changes a lot. I'm really well, I mean, into like navy like, blue. Yeah, that's something where it's like it's, people have a favorite color. I really don't. I'm just wearing some blue lately. I feel, I mean, I, I have to say black. Well, do you know both how, of us are in black. Do you know how long it took me to find this black tank top today? Two seconds. Oh, no. A no. million years because it's buried. A yes. A billion years i'm addicted to black biker shorts right now and i have like seven different pairs so that if i have to wash one there's another one waiting and i can never find my favies because they're just a <laughs> there's always black. one that just fits better i know yeah uh black, yeah, black or i really like antique gold like that mirror up there like that old that is a pretty gold like, 
tingy gold. See, tingy. I never think to say gold. This is why Ashley is my friend because she lets me know I can be more creative than my <laughs> little. I just sit in my little box blue. and I'm like blue. But like I love rose gold. Anything. Most of my jewelry is either gold or rose, rose gold. gold. Is very pretty. Do you know that anal plugs were used to treat migraines? What? (laughs) (laughs) What are you saying to me? My answer is no. And of course I had to look this up. So, yes, in the late 1800s, they were sold under the name Dr. Young's Ideal Rectal Dilators. Not only migraines were treated. Uh, They supposedly, Dr. Young said they were a cure for insanity. A cure for constipation. It would help you sleep. Uh, The interesting thing is, though, the more I looked into this, is that these, you know, anal plugs came out at a time when anal intercourse was illegal. There were super harsh sodomy laws. So these were likely just disguised as medical devices so they would be legal to sell and own. So people could still do their thing. Because it would say on the package, like, strictly for medical purposes. That was just like when weed wasn't legal and you'd go into a smoke shop and it was like this bong is for tobacco only (laughs) or like yeah this is all for medicinal purposes and be like how can they sell bongs it's like they're tobacco (laughs) bongs tobacco and that's all you should use it for creepiest keep it weird episode um I tried to think of something that wasn't listener ghost stories or an investigation because I lived the investigation and it was creepy investigations yeah and they were creepy I know that's all that's running through my head is listener ghost stories and I'm like no Lauren you can do better than that uh deep sea Lauren oh god well see the thing it was horrifying, but as I mentioned earlier, the education the helps me. Yeah, Mel is was power. so good. Oh my gosh, I don't know if I... What did you say for your episode? I thought maybe um, early, early, early on we did Journey to the Bermuda Tyler and we Ew. talked about the Bennington Triangle and... That freaked me out. Yeah, and like the Bermuda... Just all these places on Earth where paranormal activity and strange activity seems to be more prominent and some of the stories were just really really fucking creepy and they weirded me out and that was the time we went to the beverly hills triangle and it did feel weird there made us feel very odd yeah i'm trying to remember we did an episode i think it was during covid because i feel like i remember recording remotely but we talked about some like really brutal murders and that i felt like Mm. darkened my soul you talked about the girl it was an unsolved murders episode and i talked about the the girl that was in the army yes who you talked about some ice cream murders yes yeah that was a that was rough it was very dark and i don't know i guess that doesn't answer scariest necessarily but sort of because i hear those stories and i just think like how frightening the world is and i felt like it was just hard on my heart family guy or south park South Park. My answer is Bob's Burgers. Weirdest. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Last one. Weirdest movie. Well, there's so many. Waterworld's so kind of weird. Waterworld is very weird. <laughs> I love I actually World, just though. watched. Joe and I just watched. It's on Hulu right now if anyone wants to check it out. Roman Polanski made three movies. Uh, and they're known as the Apartment Trilogy. Rosemary's Baby is obviously mm-hmm. one of them. I can't remember the third. Oops, sorry. But the the other one was called The Tenant. And 
It was the light just flickered right after a wild ride. It was wackadoodle. The light flickered. It flickered as soon as you went the tenant. It was like <laughs> Oh my gosh, you didn't like that movie. It was so weird. Wild. My jaw was on the floor. Really? Yeah. It was absolutely bonkers. Not scary, just weird. Well, it was sort of a horror movie. A guy like moves into this apartment and all this weird shit's happening. Like he finds a tooth in the wall and uh, like, okay. but it was just very much so it had really strong Suspiria vibes. I was just thinking in my head. I was like, I have an answer and it's Suspiria. <laughs> Suspiria. And the Ashley, original. Yes, the original. Because Ashley live tweeted my thoughts on it and uh, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. That, that might be the weirdest movie. Yeah. That beats Waterworld. Beats but it was water. sort of like Suspiria in a sense, too, where all of the um, actors' voices were dubbed. So oh, even though they were speaking so English, they dubbed the voices over them. So mm. the voices didn't quite match up with the mouths. And it's so distracting. It's really distracting, but it also sort of, when it's happening and like everyone in the movie has this going, it, it, it almost like... Puts you in a place of of paranoia and strangeness mm-hmm. immediately. I get that. The movie's not for everybody. Uh, well, now I kind of want to watch it, though. I have to know. It was good, and I liked it, and it was crazy. I actually, when it ended, I was like, that's the best movie I've ever seen. And I was like, not kidding. Oh, and boy. Joe was like, get away I'm from locking me. you up. Yeah, I can't be with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm locking you up. I'm locking you away. <sighs> That was a lot of fun. That I really so liked doing fun. that. <laughs> we have to do that more often. Yeah, um, those your questions, first of all, were so creative great and questions. fun. And you know, one question that you didn't read, which I feel like would be a fun way to end it. Somebody oh. asked, what's your favorite thing about each other? <gasps> which I thought was really cute. And I was going to say, you actually said it about yourself earlier, which made me happy that you recognize it. I was going to say your work ethic and your ambition uh-huh. and also your very quick wit and your intelligence, which kind of go hand in hand because you're so smart that you always come up with really good jokes really fast. You're very Thanks. sharp. My favorite thing about you, I mean, I can't just say your personality. <laughs> I mean, you can. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's just so broad. Um. My favorite thing about you is that even though I know that you struggle in private, I've never seen it. Unless we're having a heart-to-heart and we're talking about struggles. Like, obviously, I see it then. Mm -hmm. But you are just so full of joy. And everyone wants to be around you. That's nice. I have never met a single person who was like, that Lauren, I don't know. Like, everyone (laughs) wants to be your friend. Everyone wants to be around you. I'm always shocked at how many friends you have, close friends that you have, because I don't have that. I don't have the ability to have that. (laughs) And I think that's really cool. Uh, But yeah, everyone just likes you so much. And I try to be likable. <laughs> you are. Oh my God. <laughs> Literally say the same thing about you, sometimes. but you just have social anxiety and don't go into the world. Sometimes it's But hard. when you're in the world, people love you. Yeah. Um, I feel <laughs> like people enjoy my presence, but I also do. sometimes sure feel do. like people are like, is she okay? <laughs> That's very sweet. I just thought that was a nice question because I was like, nice I question. mean, I like so many things. And I don't even know yeah. why it didn't get picked. You're I, rude. Honestly, <laughs> Joe's rude. I'm going to talk to him about this. <laughs> Joe, 
There will be no episode next week. Initially, I was supposed to be traveling, but thanks to fucking COVID, I'm no longer traveling. But I just need a good old-fashioned break before we head into October. Spooky month is coming up, and as we said before, self-care is important. So we're taking a week off, much needed, and then we're really going to dive in. And by week off, I mean I'm going to be editing all the bonus episodes. I'm going to be doing the newsletter. I'm going to be, yeah, it's not really a week off. But so many things. we will not have an episode. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We have all of our October episodes planned out. They will be announced on our Patreon for our patrons in a week. But also everyone else will learn on October 1st if you like to be the last to know. <laughs> Sorry about it. I'm sure we'll be announcing it on our Instagram where we post all of our upcoming episodes. So follow us there at, at Keep It Weird Cast. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Join our Patreon, y'all. It keeps the show rolling. It ensures episodes get released every week. And it's what's going to ensure more seasons of the show. So head to patreon.com slash keepitweirdpodcast and donate $1, $5, or $10 a month. And in exchange, you'll get bonus episodes, a monthly newsletter, discounts on merch, shoutouts on the show, and the inside scoop. You can also support our show by buying merchandise, which as of right now, you can find at www.etsy.com slash shop slash keep it weird podcast we've got t-shirts tank tops hoodies blankets sweatpants buttons magnets you name it and you can rep your favorite show oh wherever you go (laughs) and our sign off which we always have planned (laughs) is be yourself be yourself be yourself waiting for another <laughs> lyric <laughs> be yourself really need Amy here right now but honestly that was kind of adorable be yourself be yourself and keep Alex what Guess who's joined the Haunted Mansion movie cast? Oh, who? I love that you said Alex. What? Like he's been bothering us. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought, well, I said Alex, what? Because I thought he was going to be like, is my wife there? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>